1: You know, this is the most special day of the year. Say it with me. It's the most special day of the year. Good, good. All right, now repeat after me. I am Groot. Awesome. You guys rock. It's Friday. Let's rock it. Well, I'm The Real Brian, and uh, it's The Real Brian Show, in case you didn't know what was going on. And I'm just, oh, I'm just so excited here because we have a super villain joining the show, none other than Dr. Harley Quinn. Welcome.
0: <laughs> Hello. That was
1: quite the intro. Do you actually have a PhD in villainy or anything like that? Yes. I love of course
0: it. I do. Of course <laughs> I do.
1: I'm so excited. <laughs> Jess, welcome to the show.
0: Thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here.
1: Well, it's cool because we, well, we've got a little bit of an origin story about all this all happened, but uh, you and the Flash, I love this, Harley Quinn and the Flash went off, teamed up. So you guys, yes, well, tomorrow's Legends.
0: Yes, we officially teamed up and have our own show now, and it's pretty awesome. I do say so myself.
1: Yes, and it was great. I was talking to the Flash earlier, and I said, I stole your co-host. And he was like, I know. what? He was so offended. I'm but sure that really. he was. Gosh, was this uh, almost two years ago now? Yes. Holy cow.
0: I know. Isn't that crazy?
1: Dragon Con, which is a spectacle in and of itself. It's, it's really amazing. And I learned a lot from you about Atlanta, that that's actually one of the most dangerous spots in the United States. And <laughs> the gangs depart before all the nerds come in. Yes. I, I mean, I would be afraid of that too if I was a gang. <laughs>
0: I know. You, they should be. I mean, <laughs> you don't know what you're going to get into. I mean, Dragon <laughs> Con gets pretty crazy. I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> it's insane, but it's a lot of fun.
0: Oh, it is. It's it's a great experience. If you've never been, I highly recommend it.
1: So I remember that we would get uh, tweets from you for Aero Squad, and it would be this <laughs> Jess in Atlanta, and, and I remember Podcast Overlord, uh, he'd be like, yeah, Jess in Atlanta. I like, Who's Jess in Atlanta? I'm like looking up, I'm like, oh, okay, that okay. So some some girl from Atlanta. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes.
1: But then we all got to meet up at Dragon Con, which was so much fun, and and we did um we did an Aero Squad episode together, which was probably the most insane episode of a podcast or even a radio show that I think I've ever done in my life. That was that makes
0: two of us.
1: Hyperactive is probably the best way to describe that one. I still have the original unedited recording <sighs> um, of that year which would be hilarious to play sometime but anyway we did that yeah we met up and it was it was a great time dragon comes an experience and uh, you know the rest is history
0: yeah it certainly is but you need to come back
1: i know and i was thinking about this year if there was a way that we could all get there i mean podcast overlord is always there so that's never a question but what i'm trying to do is get a team of people to come out there as well at the same time and you know then we can just take over
0: yes that's what we need to do. Yeah. We just need to take over everything, the entire con. That's our goal.
1: Domination. I mean, that's all that matters.
0: <laughs>
1: Dragon con domination. Mm.
0: Yes. I am so on board for
1: this. Seriously, it's great to have you here and we get a chance to finally chat. And, and you know what I'm just going to let you do is just lead the conversation tonight, today, this morning, whenever you're listening. And uh, it's just going to be fun because uh, take it away.
0: I was like, uh, we're all in trouble now, and now they get to listen to 40 minutes of silence.
1: That could be really fun. This is Simon and Garfunkel, the sound of silence. (laughs) So, okay, well, uh, let's talk about this, because I like celebrating birthdays, especially mine. Um, No, I'm kidding. Uh, I mean, I really do like celebrating my birthday. It is funny. There are people that I have come across recently who hate celebrating their birthdays. I mean, they won't even acknowledge it. Don't talk to me. If you walk up and you say happy birthday, it's like they really they're ready to pull out a shotgun and blow your head off.
0: Yeah, I actually know someone like that. Yeah, it I don't understand it. I also love birthdays and happy birthday.
1: Thank you. And it's kind of funny that today, May 19th, the uh, recording, you know, the actual airing of this episode is, is like the same day. That's that's not normal. Usually, it's yeah, like, oh, you know, I celebrated Tuesday or whatever, but it's like it's actually today, so yay, it's fun. <laughs> I celebrate birthday week at at the very least. Uh, we we do that all here, so it's usually we try to get as much into birthday month as possible. And it all started because you know when people send you those free coupons, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, happy birthday! Come get a free drink or a free food or whatever. You know what I mean.
0: Those are dangerous. Yeah.
1: And they send them to you and we tried to do them all within like one day and I got so sick and I was like, oh my gosh, okay, let's try to maybe do it like over the weekend. Oh, that didn't work. Let's do it over the week. Okay. That's better. How about just celebrate over the month? Okay. That worked. (laughs) That's great.
0: (laughs) Hey, everybody needs to celebrate the entire month of their birthday. I I do every year. Nice. I also share a birthday month with my mom and my brother, but (laughs) that's neither here nor there.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But who's more important? Well, me, of course, Exactly. <laughs> I,
0: I hope they're not listening.
1: <laughs> yeah, but we know we're just kidding.
0: Of course, we're just kidding.
1: Yeah, everyone else is more important, right? I had a, a friend who I loved it. He used to say, I love celebrating birthdays. I think I've mentioned this on the show before, but he used to say, you know, it's it's the celebration of, you know, the fact that you are part of this world in our lives. And so you know, he was huge about celebrating birthdays and it was really cool. It was a very cool inspiration. Yeah. So that's why we, we love celebrating birthdays around here, which is great. But you have an interesting workday thing that I I think is kind of funny. And, and, you know, we talk about the creatives and I'm definitely more of a creative. Mm -hmm. I know not everybody listening here by any means is a creative. So tell me about this. This is fascinating. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. And I am one of those non-creative people over here. Um, <laughs> I know that's shocking to everybody. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I use podcasts to kind of make it through my own workday because I spend my workday kind of immersed in numbers and Excel and analysis. And I think a lot of people are groaning right now, but um, that, you know, that's how I kind of keep myself entertained. That's how I got into listening to podcasts and audiobooks, because I was like, I need something to kind of help pass the time. And it's, an, it's engaging enough that I can still focus on what I'm doing, yet still listen to the podcast, but it's not super distracting. Sure. So I know that sounds kind of weird. But yeah, so it kind of it helps me, especially if I'm having to do something super tedious. It just makes the time go that much faster.
1: But so do you actually like working with numbers?
0: I love working with numbers. I, yeah, I have a degree in physics, but I don't do physics as my everyday job. So I love numbers. I've always been really good at math. I've always loved math. A a lot of people out there groaning, (laughs) but you know, that's, that's me.
1: That's what I like. So when you're watching and talking about legends of tomorrow or any of the shows or movies that you go watch Mm -hmm. as a physics major, Mm-hmm. Do you just go off on these people?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I suspend disbelief a lot. And in fact, I'm actually really good at it because I love sci-fi so much. But there are certain movies that I actually refuse to watch because I know how terrible the science in them is. Mm. And yeah, there's actually a panel at Dragon Con, I don't know. It was probably two, three years ago or so. Uh, it was one of those like the the tracks you know at Dragon Con they have the fan tracks that they do and it's not always about the mainstream stuff you can kind of go off and they have a science track and you can go and listen to like basically little lectures and stuff is pretty cool and one year they had a guy come in and he was like a consultant for Holly, I, Hollywood I guess not like you know I don't know if he's not he's not like the only guy that does this but he would go and consult on movies and basically be the physics or science or engineering, whatever, whatever expert they needed for that particular movie. And he said that every single time drama wins over oh, yeah. fact. science fact Oh yeah. every single time. And so there's some movies that will do it well and you'll kind of have that eye rolling moment or that, yeah, I don't know that that could really happen moment. And then there's other ones that I just I refuse to watch because it's so bad.
1: (laughs) So I know Star Trek used to pride themselves on science big time. And I think for the most part, they did a pretty decent job, you know, with explaining certain things. But one thing we were just talking about this week, actually, and it's so funny, it's always bugged me the idea that somebody would phase and I'll explain this. So you cease to become matter and you become energy of some kind uh, mm-hmm. And and there was actually you know uh, an episode called uh, what was it the the something phase oh my gosh I am I can't call myself a Star Trek fan anymore if I can't name the episode the next phase I think I'll uh, I'll verify that okay anyway so they um they phased so they became essentially spirits but you couldn't see them because what it was is that they had phased into a separate dimension mm. but they could still see you know our dimension but nobody could see them mm-hmm. well they could run through walls. And I'm like, and how do they wait? Wouldn't they fall through the floors? And basically the ship would be moving. So how are they? They have no mass, which means they have no gravity, no weight, no nothing. So wouldn't the ship just keep going and they'd be stuck left in space? Technically,
0: (laughs) technically, yes, I would think so. So drama won that one. Yeah, well, (sighs) drama, apparently drama wins everything. But, you know, some do it better than others. I'll say, Interstellar does it quite well. For the most part, their science was pretty dead on. And have you seen Interstellar? I guess before I continue,
1: yeah, I have actually.
0: Yeah, it's a great movie. It it's kind of sometimes I felt like the beginning was a little slow, but it was it was a phenomenal movie. By the end, I thought it was very well done, and they do really well. There's one scene where they're kind of, you know, what I'm talking about. If you've seen the movie, they're they go down to this planet and then they come back, and a large amount of time has elapsed. And so I thought that was very well done and pretty accurate, you know, from a, as far as like a relativity standpoint. Yeah. Because once they get to the end, that's that's completely made up, obviously.
1: Yeah, and, and and the thing, like you're right, it was very slow. I think they they could have probably shortened the movie a little bit. I was not surprised I guess is the word because I know a lot of people are like wow I didn't see that one coming and I was like yeah I totally saw that one so it wasn't surprising and it wasn't I didn't have my mind blown sort of thing but I really enjoyed the movie and and I thought it was well done Uh, the music was interesting because in Uh one way the music was genius and another way it hurt my ears if you know what I mean
0: yeah (laughs) I do (laughs) I do know exactly
1: what you mean (laughs) but it was good though I mean it was still a really good movie and I need to watch it again because it's I've only seen it that one time
0: Oh yeah, you should really watch it again. I think I've, I think I've seen it three times. Yeah, because I, I watched it actually. I watched it on a plane because I was trying to get some work done and, it, and someone told me they're like, well, you know, just really just listen to the beginning of the movie and it'll, it'll go by a little bit faster. So I actually worked and listened to the first hour and then it gets to a point where it gets more exciting and then I watched the end of it. And yeah. so, yeah, and then, you know, I came home and uh, ended up watching it with my husband and he watched it the first time and he's like, okay, I need to watch that again.
1: Yeah, for <laughs> sure.
0: And so, yeah, we watched it again. It
1: was good. Nice.
0: You okay. get more out of it the second time around cause you, you know what's actually going on. Yeah,
1: so, I think. But- well, and that, yeah. Okay. That would be a good idea then. And I think because I wasn't entirely surprised, I mean, you know, it, it helps when you're a podcast or a TV show analyzer or analysis ana- analyst. analyst. <laughs> 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 I like to make words up, so I'm always trying to come up with something else. Like I like analystizer. How about that? We'll go with that one.
0: That's fascinating. Yeah, analystizer.
1: So I think um I, I think that's possibly why I wasn't entirely surprised by it. But yeah, it would be fun to go back through. Now, we gotta talk about this because y- you brought this up as well, you know, before we got on the show, The Flash, the episode this oh. week. Ooh, which yeah. was the uh penultimate episode for the season. Finale mm-hmm. is next week. And I did watch that. I have not watched Arrow yet, and I need to. And uh, I know I'm. I uh, it's a crime.
0: It. I haven't had time to watch either.
1: So. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't <laughs> want to give away too many spoilers, but let's uh, And because it's not a flash podcast, of course. But there were some there were some things in that episode that I was like, OK, they did that. They went there.
0: I was not expecting it to end the way that it ended. Yeah, for sure.
1: I'm are you thankful they did it that way?
0: I can't decide, and I'm re- I'm honestly reserving judgment's not the right word because I'm not. I thought the op- episode was phenomenal. I was completely captivated. I was totally sucked in. Yeah. <laughs> like like the commercials were so distracting. I was like, oh, I wish I could watch this without commercials right now. I am, I don't know. I want to see how what they do with the finale, but I was on one hand thankful that they didn't do the usual comic book thing. They did something that most people felt was unexpected. Mm. But like I said, I'm kind of reserving the judgment because I want to see how they handle it in the finale. But I have mixed emotions because I enjoyed that storyline and how the season was going I don't know how to say this. I'm trying to say this without giving spoilers away. Yeah, so I know, it's it's like part. I don't want that storyline to necessarily go away. Mm-hmm. I would have been okay if it took a different direction, but this was not the direction I was expecting.
1: Would you be okay if they followed through on this direction?
0: I would be very intrigued. Yes. Okay. I'd be I'd probably be okay with it.
1: I know Anything. it's it's one of those things that you're like I not sure if I want this to happen, but then again, you know, I was just talking with Miss Ice about this. Uh, not this episode, but in general, she said because uh, we were, I think we were talking about Supergirl or, or something else that that led to this. But she said, you know, CW, which of course does Flash and Arrow and Supergirl and all them. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, of course, Legends of Tomorrow. Sorry, we can't forget your show. Um, <laughs> well, my show is over exactly for for the season anyway. Um, right. But they they're starting to put things into a predictable cookie cutter fashion, mm-hmm. just like most CW shows. And so, you know, what Emily was saying was I would love to see something that is um, basically out of the ordinary, like something you're not going to expect sort of thing. And I, I, I can't remember exactly the phrase she used, but you kind of go, Oh my gosh, I can't believe they did that. I, man, I, I kind of almost want to see that happen because it would, I don't know. It would just be, it would be new if you know what exactly.
0: I Exactly. Mean. Exactly. And it would be, I don't know if I can say this, if this would be too much of a spoiler, can I say it's a complete departure from the comics? Sure. Not that I'm a heavy comics reader, but I think it's pretty different. I don't remember. I mean, like I said, I don't read the comics. I I know a little bit just from listening to like to the podcast and co-hosting with the flash himself. He tells me a lot of things, but yeah, I think this is pretty
1: different. There's a dude who's a author blog writer, podcaster, really cool guy, Chris Brogan. He's more of a business guy, but I remember he said something at at the first podcast movement that we went to Mm -hmm. and he got up and he said, I'm not going to repeat what he said actually, but it was kind of like, what? (laughs) And he said, did I get your attention? And everyone's like, "Uh, yeah. And he's like, say something shocking and you'll get people's attention every time. They'll hear what you said after that. Yeah. And so I think it's the same kind of thing within TV shows or movies or whatever. When you do something shocking, it's like, what? Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden now you're paying attention. Like now I'm captivated. I can't wait to watch next week's finale.
0: Yeah, I know. I mean, I haven't been this excited to watch the next episode of either the flash or arrow in at least. Well, I mean, how long has the flash really been on, but you know, probably at least, at least a season parts Mm -hmm. of a season. I mean, not, like the last probably three or four episodes of the flash. I have been like, I need to know what happens next week. I cannot wait. It's incredible. I know.
1: Yeah. And that's something I've appreciated about flash and arrow because you know, I, I lost the momentum on arrow a while ago and I was just like, eh, yeah,
0: it kind of lost itself for a while.
1: It did. It's starting to regain its identity again, which is good.
0: It is. It's been I've really enjoyed where they've gone with this season, especially the second half of this season. Yes. And the especially recently. Half, but exactly. Yeah. yeah. Really what the last last five episodes have been pretty amazing. Yeah. It's well, another one of those where I'm like, I'm ready for next week already. What's I happening? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know. Well, one thing that I really liked about the flash uh, and I've always liked this is they're really good with bringing in music that is relatively modern and up to date There was this song this this week. Yes. And I was just going, I recognize this girl's voice. And I'm like, oh, it's Aurora. And I love Aurora. I've got, for anybody that follows my Spotify list, you know, Running with the Wolves is one of my favorite songs. Uh, I had Winter Bird in there for a while. Warrior. Love those songs a lot. And I'm like, oh, it's Aurora. I love this one. This song is really dark. What the heck is going on here? And I realized that the song is actually called Murder Song. Um,
0: I was wondering if we were going to, if we were going (laughs) to, (laughs) <laughs> Talk
1: yeah. about the song. Yeah, I uh, first of again like whoa. She's what is she singing about here? I went and listened I, to it last night, and it's the acoustic version too, by the way. And I put it in my my uh, Shadows five fourteen mix on Spotify if you want to hear it. But I oh my gosh, the words are like what the heck?
0: <laughs> I know <laughs> it's dark. I know. I, it's really dark because I didn't know the name of the song, and when it opens you because you hear the first part and the first the very first part of it's a countdown yeah and then you hear part of the lyrics and you're like okay did I just hear that and because I'm listening to this while I'm watching the show and it's got this interesting montage in the beginning I'm more paying attention to what's going on in the show and less to the lyrics I'm more like wait did I just hear that but then I moved on because the show moved on and the song probably cut off and you know it then it came back to it at the end and so i was looking it up today and i was like oh well that's an interesting name and then i yeah. listened to the song and i was like oh wow this is incredibly appropriate
1: <laughs> yeah and i'm kind of wondering you know what the the deeper meaning behind you know aurora writing this is because obviously she didn't write it for the flash you know no. but still what's this about all right yeah. speaking of of ridiculous music here there is it's not new, but I it's recently introduced to me. Was uh Froggy Fresh the Baddest. <laughs> I, have you ever heard or seen this video?
0: Maybe. If it's been around for a while, yeah. it's definitely possible I have, it's but like it's three or four not, years old. Immediately coming to it's mind, It's like the
1: baddest, I'm the baddest of them all, you know, uh Krispy Kreme song.
0: Uh, <laughs> it is
1: the funniest, most ridiculous thing. It's like this hardcore rap song. these two like white nerds. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, I love it. So uh, the links will be in the sh- oh The link for this will be in the show notes. It's worth if you've, I mean, if you've seen it, then whatever, it's an old, old video, but if you've never seen it, <laughs> I may have to watch it. It's again. worth a ridiculous listen. And I'd have to share this one too. I'm not somebody who goes around and looks for YouTube videos. I don't have the time for that, uh, but usually, and it's kind of like the news. Like I don't watch the news either um, because somebody will tell me, something I need to know within a timely fashion. Right. And it's mm-hmm. the same thing with YouTube videos. People are always sharing YouTube videos with me. And I'm like, see, I don't even, I don't even need to go look for them myself. I'll just watch them. <laughs> so this one's kind of funny, especially for gamers. Cause that's essentially is what it is, is. It's called Epic NPC man. And it's actually really well done, but it is a live recreation of a world of Warcraft style game. And it's just constantly making fun of things that you experience in this game. <laughs> It's really funny. So some of these things you'd be kind of like, I've never, never heard of this or whatever. And some of these you're going, Oh my gosh. Yep. That's exactly what happens, but it's it's well done worth watching. They're about two minute videos. Maybe sometimes they're five minutes. I mean, they're super short. It's funny.
0: Those might go over my head. I'm not a a hardcore gamer, but
1: well, even if you know anything about world of Warcraft and some, or even the things that like people quote, make fun of, You'd get this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, you may not. I have no idea.
0: I don't know either. I'll have to check it out.
1: (laughs) I'll let you know. (laughs) It's a great thing for, for those of us who are getting snow. Wait. Yes. Okay. (sighs) Harley Quinn, help me understand this one here. It's the middle of May Mm -hmm. and it looks like January outside. We're actually under a winter storm warning, which should be wrapping up today. They're calling for, uh, you know, a, a foot, for us and two to three feet up in like Estes park in the mountains and stuff. And I'm kind of like, okay, it, it's the middle of May.
0: That's insane. I was
1: biking this week. It was in the eighties. It was hot. And now it's snowing. And, uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I saw this on the news and like, you know, some of the weather headlines that pop up, I'm checking my own weather and it's like, there's snow in Colorado. And I'm like, wait, what?
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> we pretty much had like everybody was like, it's summer. Yay, we're out. We're doing our things. Everybody turned on their sprinklers, everything. I mean, it's summer. I, first of all, I've lived in Colorado for most of my life, and I've never seen snow this late in the year. Not like this. I have seen like in June and even on the 4th of July one year, it flurried, What? and it was the weirdest thing. I mean, that was a fluke year. I've only seen that once, and I think it did something random in June where it like turned from rain to like snowflakes, but it didn't really do anything. Because it was, you know, it was summer, but mm-hmm. never this late in the year have I seen this much snow and it's super, super heavy. And so like trees are just cracking and falling and damaging people's cars and roofs. And, you know, they're getting in the way on the roads and it's just like, what the heck
0: is going on? That uh, sounds dangerous. Oh. I can't believe it's snowing. I seriously thought I read something wrong. <laughs> I was like, there's no way I saw that correctly. It can't be snowing. It's almost the end of May. Yeah, but.
1: this weather offends me.
0: <laughs>
1: it's my birthday. I, I'm just going to blame Jar Jar. It's, it's always Jar Jar's fault.
0: That's a wise course of action.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we were going to go to Estes for the birthday. I was like, yeah, let's go up to Estes Park. It'll be great. Two to three feet. What? Ugh. The roads are closed to get up there. I don't know when that's happened last. Wow. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, my gosh. All right. So I, I posted on Facebook. I'm like, I'm moving to Hawaii. Anybody want to join me?
0: I just go there. It would be so much fun. Hawaii sounds nice. Well, Hawaii always sounds
1: nice. And we were talking about doing like the Real Brian Show cruise. So maybe we could do the Real Brian Show Hawaii trip.
0: There we go. We do a cruise to Hawaii. Is that a Ooh, thing?
1: Yes, it is. And I think you can leave from either San Diego or San Francisco, which would be Ooh. incredible. And then, yeah, you, you you cruise out there and then you stop in the main ports and you cruise around the islands.
0: That would be awesome.
1: It'd be fun to find like a, a one-way cruise where, you know, you <laughs> enjoy the experience out there and then you go to all the ports and then you stop and then you can just spend like an extra week in the islands and then fly back. Oh yeah. Does anybody live in Hawaii? Like, cause you know, that'd make it more fun. Come but, you know, crash on your, I read this and I love this. Um, oh my gosh. This, this kind of inspires me to say, yeah, let's, let's go visit Hawaii or whatever. People have been asking me, I mean, I don't know if you've ever heard this or not, but people have been asking me for years now where it's like, what's your definition of success? And a lot of times people will say, you know, as a money or well, if I make this much money, I can be good or have financial freedom. I've heard that one a lot. A lot of people will say if I could just have more time with like my friends and family, that's a big one. But this one I really loved and I thought this was it, it encompasses everything. It involves money, but it doesn't revolve around money. I love it. So here it is. It's essentially saying to be able to say yes to what I want to and no to what I want to. I like that. You know, it, like for example, uh, yeah, I sure I'd love to go to Hawaii. Well, that that does involve money. So you have to be able to have enough, you know, enough, right. To be able to do something like that. But it yeah. also involves the freedom of time and the freedom of, of schedule or whatever to be able to go out and do that. Yeah. But it could be something as simple of, as like yes i want to watch this tv show and or no i don't want to or yes i want to go to this uh i don't know restaurant or no i don't you know what i mean like just to have mm-hmm. that freedom to do that and i thought wow it's so simple and yet so profound
0: it is it's very simple and it's oddly liberating when you kind of just think yes. of it in this context because a lot i feel like a lot of times and i think i'm guilty of this for sure is that you you feel obligated to certain things and for whatever reason it could be a variety of things it could be for your job it can be to your family it can be to your friends you know it could you could you know just whatever and you feel like you have to say yes to things and that you can't say no and it doesn't oh. matter what you want it's not about what you want it's just about what you should do or what you feel like you have to do so i think This, even this like simple statement, it's just, it could be very liberating, even taken just to the smallest things.
1: When I first read that, I I literally, the same kind of thing, like I felt like almost a weight had been lifted off me. Yeah. Even though this is not my personal definition of success, I may adopt it, however, but it was just one of those, I was just like, yeah, that really is liberating. I've shoot, I've been through a lot in life where, you know, you, you say yes to things because you feel like you have to. Mm-hmm. So pressures, expectations, obligations. and so, I, I mean, I, I think most people do that, actually.
0: Yeah, I do it all the time. I'm actually very bad about saying no. I don't think that's something people real about, realize about me,
1: mm-hmm. but I am. So how do you feel when you say yes to something that you don't want to, but you do it anyway, and then you're in the middle of that obligation or that expectation or whatever, or hanging out with somebody like, <laughs> like, like me? Um, and you're like, <laughs> I hate this moment and I just want to leave and I'm so mad at myself. Well, but you don't do that. You go, I'm mad at this person for making me do this. But the reality is you're mad at yourself because you said yes. Like what what's going through your mind?
0: Yeah, it's one of those situations where a thousand things go through your mind and it's kind of a vicious cycle yeah. because... You're like, well, I don't really want to do this. Why did I even say yes to this to begin with? Oh, well, this person asked me to do this and I haven't you know, seen this person in however long and I really don't want to, I really don't have the time to or whatever, but then I have, feel like I have to do it because if I don't do it, then they're going to be mad at me. And it's just, it kind of revolves like that and it just goes like around and around and around. Yeah. But it's, yeah and eventually like you start you're mad at yourself then you're annoyed with the person Then you're annoyed with the circumstances and then you're back to being mad at yourself because you've let it get to this point point. and either way none of it's fair to anybody it's not fair to the people it's not fair to you because ultimately you're guilt ultimately you're guilt tripping yourself and then for me it always comes back around of well are these these people are putting me on a guilt trip and then it just starts all over again <laughs> that you got to kind of rein it in and just be like, you know what? No, I don't want to do that. And I'm not going to.
1: <laughs> so what's the first step? Cause I mean, like I, I'm guilty of this too. I mean, and I just, most people I know are guilty, like not, and and I hate to even use the word guilty cause it's not even, it's not a nice term, but we all do this. We all experience it and we all regret it kind of thing. So yeah, like,
0: I think it's something everyone can relate to.
1: Yeah. So what's the first step? Like what's the next thing, for example, that we can do to be like, okay, something comes up. No, no, I'm going to say no to this and I'm going to proudly say no. And I'm not <laughs> going to tell them why either. I'm just going to say, no, thank you. And if they go, well, why? Well, you know, that's none of your business.
0: Yeah. But I think you find, and I don't do this enough, but I think you find just the simple act of saying no, people are just going to be like, oh, okay. And they're going to move on and they're going to, ask you to do something different another time when it's a better time or when it's a better, you know, whatever your reason may have been or whatever they think your reason was. They're not going to be like, oh, well, why don't you want to do this? Nine times out of ten, they're just going to be like, okay. And then everybody's happy. They, you're happy because you don't feel the pressure. They're happy because they're not going to be spending time with you when you're being cranky or grumpy or not wanting to mm-hmm. do something or whatever it is. So I think it's just, and this is something I just struggle with all the time, but it's just simply knowing what you want to do and saying, and actually saying no. I think that's the hardest part is actually telling people no, at least it yeah. is for
1: me. You know, that's, it's very interesting what you said there because I I think deep down, regardless of where we're at in our current situation of life or whatever, deep down, we all want to be of value to someone else. We all want to serve someone else, Mm -hmm. you know, encourage them, whatever, help them. We all want to do that deep down, maybe not right this moment, but you know what I mean? Yeah, but I think, you know, you are right about something that I think uh, a lot of people will say, well, it's my mission to serve others or I need to do that or I need to help someone else. So I'm going to do it, but like you said, it's kind of that I don't want to, and maybe there's a reason behind it. Maybe it's that, you know, right to this week I've been overburdened and I'm exhausted. And so maybe it's not a good week to help that person because Mm -hmm. when you actually go thinking that you are holier than thou helping someone else, like you said, you're grumbling about it. You're grouchy. You've got a bad attitude about it. And that shines Mm -hmm. through and really not that much help anyway. And you know I'm, I'm actually talking about myself here, so <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Like, and, and yes. then, it, but if you're like, actually, I mean, I really want to. I want to do this. I want to help this person. Well, then it's very genuine, and then it really is helpful.
0: Yeah, it is. It's all about. I mean, you just kind of gotta identify and prioritize what your needs are. I guess I, I'm kind of struggling with a way to put this into no, words, it's it's but cool. you know.
1: Well, so do you think that, because um, I mean, this is what a lot of people say to this. So like, okay, I, I want to have the, the successes to do what I want to say yes to what I want, to say no to what I want. And, and automatically I know some people are going to say, dude, that is so selfish, but exactly. Is it really though? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think you can be immature mature about that for sure. But is that mm-hmm. truly success then? Of course not. But yeah. if it's really success, like, is it really selfish?
0: Right, and the other the other thing though is, and this is a fine line as with everything in life. But there's definitely a difference between being selfish, but there's and then looking out for yourself. Because at the end of the day, no one else is going to look out for you. Mm-hmm. You have to look out for yourself and for your own priorities, because you are the only person who knows what's happening in your life right now and if it's truly not a good time these other people don't know that and they're not knowing what's happening and they're not looking out for your best interest so yeah. you need to be able to identify that and know what's best for you and sometimes it may seem selfish but you know what too bad <laughs> sometimes you yeah. have to be selfish you can't be you can't be selfless all the time you'll you're you're miserable. You will be a miserable person and then no one will want to be around you.
1: It's like even the, the oxygen mask example, you know, when you're on a plane.
0: Oh yeah, that's actually a great example.
1: You got to put it uh, on first so that you can help someone else. But the whole point is so that you can help someone else. Yeah, exactly. Just survive.
0: Yeah. If you don't put it on, you, you're going to pass out. You yep. won't be able to help other people because there's a reason <laughs> there's oxygen dropping down.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you need to use it. <laughs> but you know, you're not going to be one of those like, okay, I'm going to put on my oxygen mask and you look over at the person next to you and they can't reach it. And you're like, pfft, not my fault. Your arms are so short. <laughs>
0: right. Exactly. It. Exactly. <laughs> that's <laughs> if you did do that, then that would be very selfish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would agree.
1: Yeah. So hopefully that's a liberating thing. Say yes to what you want to and no to what you want to. So, okay. Speaking of this, you brought this up in the real brand show Facebook group, which I thought was very interesting and I appreciate this a juice cleanse. Yes. And you were looking for, you know, cuz we've talked a lot about health here and not because this is a health show, it's more because of, hey, well, it's just stuff I think about. But I'm curious and this is something we didn't really delve into too much in the Facebook group, but first of all, like what's what's the motivation and the thought behind this?
0: I've just been trying to be a little bit more conscious about being healthy. I mean, I'm I mean to be perfectly honest, I had a baby 10 months ago and I'm still trying to lose some of the weight and I'm trying to be more conscious about what I'm eating. I mean, you kind of go through a period where the weight just kind of comes off a little, not super fast, but just a little bit more naturally with honestly, without you having to do a whole lot. Mm -hmm. Um, but then when you kind of get to that point you kind of uh, almost you hit a plateau as with anything when you're trying to lose weight you always get to that point where what you're currently doing while it's gotten you as far as it's gotten you it's not quite enough to keep going because you probably haven't completely fine-tuned it if you're you know if you're still needing you know to to lose a little bit of weight or just try and be a little bit more healthy or just eat healthier whatever space you're trying to get into and so I this kind of came about for me because I was trying to figure out a way not jump start is going to sound like a really bad way to describe this because that's not necessarily my intention but it was kind of almost like me diving into something a little bit more healthy and just looking for a way to kind of i don't know just clear some of the junk that I know like is in my body out of it because mm-hmm you know, I'm not always, you don't always eat super healthy and I probably eat too much sugar or, you know, just stuff like that. And so I was like, okay, well, I know people have talked about this in the past and how much does it really help? And I just don't know that much about it. So it was kind of like, let me see what's out there. Let's see what's about it. Maybe this would be a good starting point. And then, you know, when I've kind of feel like I've got a clean slate to start from, you know what I mean? And then I can be more focused on eating healthier stuff and putting better stuff in my body and those sorts of things. And so it was just kind of like, do I need that cleaning out process? I don't know. That's going to sound really weird, but (laughs) that's kind of my head space.
1: Yeah. No, I, I, I thought it was really cool that you brought it up and, and you know, the, the common commentary basically in the discussion that happened was, uh, I thought it was kind of surprising. Yeah, me too. really neat to hear everybody's perspectives and, you know, their experiences as well. And, um, you know, Sasha brought up some really, really neat points that I, I was kind of like, oh, yeah, I didn't thought about that, you know.
0: And I hadn't either. Yeah. But I will tell you this is I've heard of like the juice cleanses and I've also heard of other ones that some people that I've um, I used to work with, actually, and. We don't keep in too much touch now because I've you know switched jobs and moved on in life and blah, blah, blah. But they swore by this one thing that they did and it, w- it was a cleanse of sorts and it was some weird concoction that they drank, but that was it. They drank it and water for like almost a month. And I was like, I, I don't know that I could actually do that. So yeah. I figured I would throw something out, see what other people think. I mean, like I said, you said you talk a lot about health stuff on here, so I figured there might be kind of a common interest among the Facebook group. So yeah, I'd see what people thought, you know, who had more information.
1: Yeah. And I thought it was interesting that Lisa brought up some really good things too, you know, and like, Mm -hmm. Hey, contact me. But what's interesting is everybody had similar, but yet still different opinions based on experience, personal experience. Mm -hmm. And it was so funny. And I'm really, really excited because in the next couple of weeks, I'm bringing Abel James on the show who is uh, author of Wild Diet. He hosts the Fat-Burning Man podcast. And I first discovered him because, you know, I I started off on the whole health thing five years ago when I first read Tim Ferriss' 4-Hour Body. And so then I thought, well, I'm going to go over here. And then uh, I, I actually looked into the juice cleanse and I you know, didn't work on it. So I would found myself bouncing around a lot to yes. try different things and everything. And what about different supplements? And then I came across... My diet is better than your diet. And I'm like, oh, we got to watch this. This will be hilarious because everybody's like pitting their diet plans against each other. And let's see which one works. And that's where I was first introduced to Abel James, even though I would heard of his podcast, I'd seen it. Yeah. And I watched this and I went, wow, these, you know, some of these people actually bring up some very valid, cool things. Some of them seemed a little extreme, whatever, though. I mean, I, I don't think any of them are bad, but it was interesting. But I really liked Abel's it was one of those things that I'm like, I'm going to go buy his book. I'm going to read it. And it seemed the most balanced to me as far as you know, that whole, because what I realized is I wasn't looking for a diet per se. I was looking for a lifestyle that I could stick with that would make me healthy and that I would enjoy being a part of kind of thing. Um, And then in all of that, I still realized everybody's body is different. And so results may vary regardless.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I agree with all those comments and that's and I'm essentially looking for the same thing. So I'm excited yeah. that he's coming on the show and I kind of I'm probably gonna check some of his stuff out for sure. But I've had the same problem in the past, which is why I kind of brought this up, the cleanses up to get a clean slate to start from, so to speak, because I've yeah. tried varying different things with varying results, but I have not found a single thing I can stick with. And I'm like do I just really dislike healthy eating that much that I just can't do this? I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I'm definitely not, I would not consider myself to be like, an overweight person per se, but I'm not where I want to be. But I also don't have the healthiest eating habits. I drink soda. I love chips. I love cookies. (laughs) I mean, I eat hamburgers like once a week, which is bad. So it's like I, I identify all of these bad things and that I need to do less and less of. But I struggle with finding something I can stick with and be excited about that is part of my eating habits and my lifestyle and and something honestly that I could get my husband not only excited about but just even on board with because he's kind of the same as me we gravitate towards comfort food because yeah. we can right now but we're also thinking you know down the road we don't want to have all of these crazy health problems and yeah. right now all of our blood work is coming back fine but in 10 years you know if we stay on this path maybe it won't so it's just it's just hard.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, it's, and that's a good point. And I, I think um, one of the best things that I ever discovered was that the sourcing of your food is more important than necessarily what you're eating. So for example, like you talked about hamburgers, hamburgers aren't bad if they're from happy cows, if you want to call it that. So (laughs) if they're grass fed and they're not given antibiotics and they're not fed, you know, this GMO corn or grain or whatever, well then the meat's fine. Actually, it's got all kinds of great nutrients in it. Um, but it's when you eat cows that have all of this crap fed to them. Well, then yeah, you're getting all of that too. And what was interesting is I started to feel healthier and my blood work got healthier just by changing the sourcing, not the food. Now granted <laughs> sugar is sugar. So that's different, but
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that, and I know that and I, I tried to be better about it. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. It's so hard. I you know, oh. but I put sugar
0: in my coffee. I put sugar in my tea. You know, I need, I need to cut back for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. And that's like, I i just love those Wookiees and I just want to eat another one right now. And <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, if one of those things wouldn't make me so ridiculously sick, I would eat one in a heartbeat.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what it is. And speaking, speaking of sugar, I, I got to bring this one up because so here's the thing that I, well, I'm not great about this, but I try to do this except when it's birthday week. So when it's birthday week, I pretty <laughs> much have not been healthy this week, but most of the time what we try to do, is eat at least five days intentionally healthy. Mm-hmm. And if we can get six days in there, awesome. So that means no sugar, no added sugar per se during those. I don't even eat fruit during those days. I will be completely honest. It's not easy. And what I've given myself permission to do, because again, I want to stick with this, I've mm-hmm. given my, myself permission to say, okay, let's go five days right now of intentional clean eating, no sugar, no fruit, no kind of stuff. And then if I'm like hitting Wednesday or whatever, I'm just like, okay. I, I got to have something. Then I'll give myself permission to eat some kind of sweet. Ideally, it's good. Like it's a piece of good chocolate, you know, not crappy stuff, but that helps. You know, if you just kind of say, oh, you know what? I'm just going to give my, myself permission to eat something because I'm, I'm having this major craving. Okay, fine. And then you move on and you you go the next day and, and it works. And then on the weekends, it's like whatever. I right. don't want to make myself sick, but whatever. And I have noticed that by doing that, I've actually... I'm craving sugar a lot less than I used to.
0: Yeah, that's so good. Helps. That's where I need to get to is I feel, cause I feel like right now. And I mean, I don't know that anybody honestly, truly all of the time really craves a salad or vegetables. I'll know every once in a while I'll be like, You know what, I really need a salad. I probably haven't eaten vegetables in two weeks or something ridiculous (laughs) like that. Like I need I need some vegetables in my life. Like this has to happen. But, you know, on a normal daily basis, the things we crave are sweets and sugar and all sorts of stuff like that. So that's yeah. I have found that I've more often than not more recently, for whatever reason, been craving stuff like that. And so I'm trying to stay away from it and not give into it as often because then you get into trouble.
1: There's a reason we crave those sugars. I hate to say it. It's sad. It's what's going on in our stomachs, all the yeah. bacteria and stuff. But I, I need to bring on an expert about that because I'm actually curious to know, like, how do we beat that craving without feeling like we're going to die?
0: I know. Cause there has to be a healthy balance of things because I, I will say I've tried the no carb thing in the past and it works wonders. But yeah. it is not sustainable at all. I mean, I was I was really good for a while, and I, you know, I took. I mean, this was probably like five or six years ago. But I took off, you know, some the extra weight that I was trying to lose. I got, you know, because I was trying to get back into shape and get back into running and all of these things, and and it worked. It worked great. But then, probably six months later, I was like, you know what? I really want that sandwich i really want that piece of bread and then it just kind of snowballed and then Mm -hmm. it was done and then i i didn't you know gain like 20 pounds back or anything but it it just it wasn't sustainable it wasn't a lifestyle change i could commit to see and i think
1: that's where the balance comes in because that's and that's why you know when you brought up the juice cleanse i'm like you know granted again results may vary right anybody i know people have had great experiences with them two days into my juice cleanse i felt like seriously i seriously thought i was gonna die and, and it I, was yeah. some of the worst feeling I've ever had in my entire life. And I'm like, no, but I have since learned that I require uh, quite a bit of protein more than most people. In fact, I just um, out of curiosity had my blood b- my blood tested for a full on panel on some of the stuff and they tested all my protein levels. And I am somebody who consumes a lot of protein. I mean, we're talking probably at least 20 or more grams per meal. And, which is a lot, by the way. That is a lot. And my protein came back within like the lower end of normal parameters. <laughs>
0: thought. <are>, oh, wow. <laughs> okay.
1: And I now granted, I don't know if consuming protein and the protein in my blood or whatever, however, I don't know if that's entirely correlated or, or I'm, I don't know that stuff, but all I know is my numbers came back perfect. And I I'm, noticed personally, if I don't eat, you know, enough protein within. So I have to time it out too. If I don't mm-hmm. eat protein within a certain amount of time, then I start getting all wonky, you know, with with my brain and everything. So there's something to be said about, and I've tried the ketogenic diet, which you're supposed to pretty much eat fat and no protein and nothing else. You, you pretty much are fasting with the exception of eating fat that jacked me up too. But yet other people do fantastic on that. So again, it's like results may vary, but Yeah, I think balance, honestly, balance is probably the best thing that I have experienced because when I say I'm going to eat six days, nothing, you know, nothing fun. I'm just going to eat, you know, three meals over the next six days. Yeah, that lasts like two months if that and I'm done and then I go right back to my old habits or like no bread forever unless you're uh, celiac or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I will say it's like, okay, I know that when I eat bread, I don't feel as good. So mm-hmm. I'm going to choose not to eat bread most of the time, but then I'm going to have some later. Like yeah, those
0: exactly
1: cinnamon roll, apple pie thingy that the Wraith suggested last week. Oh my gosh.
0: That sounded amazing. We made it. That sounded so good. Did you really? Yeah.
1: This last Was weekend. <laughs> oh my gosh. So we got the trader Joe's cinnamon rolls and mm-hmm. which is nice because they don't have all of the, uh, like formaldehyde and MSG and, uh, hydrochloric acid and all that, that like the other ones have
0: it, is formaldehyde actually literally. in <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> okay.
1: I you really have me going know. for a minute. Well, like, no, seriously. I mean, seriously. <laughs> well, yeah. Some of those chemicals they use, I, I, I know. yeah, may I may as well be right. I've looked at those and I went, I don't know what these are, but Trader Joe's is, yeah, there's sugar and stuff, but it's at least all real stuff. Yeah. So we got that and um, we didn't have any apple pie feeling. So Sarah made it, chopped a bunch of Fuji apples actually, which are sweeter, which is nice. And then we used coconut, palm sugar and honey to sweeten it. And then some cornstarch. Oh my gosh. And so you, yeah, you do exactly what Mark said was you layer the bottom with the cinnamon rolls. And then you put that apple thing in the middle. And then of course, cinnamon and other spices. And then you put the other cinnamon roll layer on top and then you bake it and then you pull it out and then you drizzle it with the frosting. And oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I was, I see hilarious. that stuff gets into trouble. Well, I, I one. Well, I guess I had like two smaller pieces, you know, but Mm -hmm. beautiful, but I don't eat it every day. It's like, okay, I had it and I froze the rest and I'll pull it out, you know, over the weekend and I'll eat another one and then I'll freeze it again. And you know, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Everybody always says the key is moderation. And so that's, that's, I think ultimately my goal is moderation and balance. Now I just have to figure out what the right balance is is and I think
1: to to not beat yourself up when you say oh well I had a piece of sugar today or whatever oh well you know what fine yeah. who cares move on I think stress the stress of oh my gosh I I ate bread today oh and then you freak out I think the stress actually is worse on your body than the piece of bread was
0: yes absolutely 100% I yeah
1: agree. <laughs> balance I like balance that's Sarah's motto this year is balance
0: balance that's a wise motto
1: and my my motto is say yes to what I want to and no to what I want to but you know the thing is if I say yes to sugar all the time I'm not going to like it in the long run
0: yeah okay so (laughs) maybe we need to come back to that within reason here (laughs) say yes to the things I want to say yes to
1: (laughs) but I maybe maybe let's consider bodily harm (laughs) but I think that's like say yes to the thing but the thing is again deep down do I want to kill my body Exactly. No, of course not. So yeah. yes, I want to say yes to things I enjoy, but I also want to say yes to a long and healthy life too. So I'm mm-hmm. going to balance it. Mm, I like that. Speaking of things I want to say yes to, um, I have to bring up these TV shows really quickly because I think it's, it's funny okay. because these are not new shows and I've put them off. I've never watched them and I'm like, whatever. And I got done with a bunch of other you know, shows. And so finally I'm, I was kind of like, I loved the office, but I never got into parks and rec cause I watched the first three episodes of, of parks oh, and rec
0: skip season one.
1: See, and that's what everybody kept telling me. And I'm like, I skip just it. can't get past the first three episodes. They're so just,
0: bad. Just don't watch it. You don't need to. I did the same
1: thing. Yeah. We just started with episode four and I am like, Oh, that actually wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. And then it got better and better, and finally I'm like, okay, and we're we're finally on season two. Because it's like episodes four, okay. five, and six, and then it's season two. And I'm like, yeah. okay, this is funny. Yeah. Episodes one through three were bad. They were very
0: awkward. They were trying too hard to be The Office. Yes. Because like you, I love The Office. Specifically, I love the first three seasons of The Office. And then because I'm a completionist, I have to... watch everything I had to finish it and I liked how they ended it but they lost me at the end of season four seasons five through eight were awful was or did it have eight seasons or nine seasons anyway was it nine okay and then the ninth season I loved how they wrapped it up but I tried to watch Parks and Rec because they're like oh it's from the creators at the office it's gonna be great and I watched the pilot and I was like nope I never watched it until my husband actually got me into it. I don't know, maybe a year or so ago he was just watching it. And then I was like, Hey, this episode's pretty funny. He's like, I thought you hated the show. I'm like, I do, but that episode was pretty funny. Yeah. So then I went back and did what you did. And I slogged through the first three episodes and watched the rest of it.
1: Uh, You know, but every TV show goes through this and yeah, uh, but I'm, I'm actually kind of blown away how it's gotten better and, The other show that I was, I don't know if I was opposed to watching it or what. I just like, I just never got into it because I'm not a big, I don't like a lot of animated stuff, but (sighs) I was, I mean, I've, I've, I've seen the clips, let's put it that way. The, you know, the YouTube clips and everything. And I'm like, this show is so ridiculously, it's politically incorrect and it's irreverent in every way. But I mean, when I hear something like this. Would you like to come inside for a cupcake and a glass of wine? I'm like, dude, I I have to see what this is all about. And so (laughs) I go in and I'm like, I'm going to start watching Family Guy. Oh, it is really bad and really refreshing at the same time. And yeah. I think it's because we are in and Granted, This came out in 1999. The first yes, season.
0: It certainly did.
1: And it, I think it was ahead of its time, but it blows my mind right now because we are in such a politically correct world that I am fed up. I, I am I, tired of it. I'm tired of stepping on eggshells. I'm tired. I, I hate it. I hate the political correctness. And I went to this show and they are so wrong in every way. Oh, yeah. And yet it it's like, but it's not offensive. No which is weird. It's like a line between, well, did you seriously just say that? And yet, but I'm not sure if I should be offended or not. Cause I don't think it is. I think they're just being stupid,
0: but well, I don't know one way or the other the later seasons.
1: Oh, does it get worse?
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna, lie. I, I stopped watching it a, a while ago. I'm trying to remember why though, cause okay. I can't remember why I did, but the, the first, Oh, aren't there like 20 seasons of this? I don't
1: even know. I'm only, I'm only on the first, like I just started watching it.
0: Yeah. The, the first several seasons are very good. They're, okay. they're very, they're very funny. This was one of those things that I think didn't after season one, I think it was technically canceled for a year or two or oh, okay. four before it came back. You'll have to look at the air dates. And maybe bring that back up on a on another show Mm because I'll I'll be interested to know. But yeah, this was one that I we watched in college a lot. Yeah, and so I watched it as it aired. It was it was it's it's funny. It's a lot of fun. It was different than The Simpsons. It was different than South Park. Yeah, but it was in that same vein kind of thing. So
1: it's just kind of like oh, I need this right now. You know, and everyone else is so you know ridiculous. Yeah, I, yeah. it's just like this is kind of fun, but you're right. Like it, it, I wouldn't be surprised because of how TV shows go. They do something like this. People are like, oh, thank God. It's amazing. And then they get cocky and then mm-hmm. they go too far. So
0: they get they do get there eventually. Okay. But
1: well, I'll, I may have stick to quit with it that for
0: point. a while. Yeah, stick with it for a while because it's it's worth the ride.
1: Once it starts giving me the uh, oh, uh, no, then I'm out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the new shows are just so heavy. Oh, they are. And I'm just like, I need something a little funnier right now. And that's why Parks and Rec and Family Guy came into it. Mm-hmm. But Have
0: you ever watched Bob's Burgers? It's another animated no. one.
1: I've seen it, but I haven't watched it.
0: It. I I like Bob's Burgers. It's pretty funny. It's part of that whole like animation block that I think usually airs on Sunday nights or whatever. It's not quite like Family Guy. Like It's definitely an adult cartoon show, but it, it's... I don't know how to describe it. It's really funny in its own way without being, in my opinion, extremely like vulgar or profane or, you know, whatever a lot of these things go for, for their shock value. It's just, it's funny. It's clever. It's well-written. It's a, it, it's a good one. I nice. like that one. A lot.
1: All right. I'll keep those in mind. That's good. Cause I'm, you know, always always looking for something. Cause I mean, the thing is, is I used to be a completionist as well. And mm-hmm. it was with books and video games and, and oh, everything. Everything I did, I was like, I, I got to just push my way through this. Mm-hmm. I am no longer that. I finally said, you know, if it's not a heck yes, I turn it off. And I have had quite a few shows that I've started on Netflix or whatever to mm-hmm. say, oh, this looks interesting. And I get in a couple episodes and I'm like, nope, and it's gone. I don't go back because they look interesting. They're marketed well. They and so are. that's why I'm jumping around a lot is because I haven't found a show that I can stick with. I mean, there are some like the DC shows and uh, you know, yeah, I, 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 there actually are some shows that I stuck with, loved it, finished it. was very excited. Others that I've started and haven't come back to for whatever reason, mm-hmm. which is interesting. So I'm, I'm going to give a couple more, a try at some point and see, but um again, it's my personality too. I jump around a lot. I don't like to yeah. stick with one thing all the way through. It's too monotonous for me. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm actually not good at, at binging. I know a lot of people love Netflix because they can binge the whole season, or whatever. And I, I need that break. Yeah, for I like, sure. I like the break. I don't know. I mean, I'll, even if I try and binge something, like I'm, I watched the show The Americans, and I'm, I haven't watched the. I'm pretty sure the season has just ended, and I haven't watched a single episode yet. And even though I have them all recorded, I'm not going to sit down. Like some people would just say, okay, I'm going to sit down this whole weekend, just block off some yeah. time. and I'm going to watch the whole season. And I'm like, I can't do that. One, that show is so heavy. It's phenomenal, but it's so heavy. Like I would probably want to kill myself if I tried <laughs> to do that all in one weekend.
1: <laughs> well, if it Especially. snows five feet, you can in the middle of May. <laughs> Oh my gosh!
0: I guess if you live in Colorado, <laughs> oh,
1: well, that's one. This is definitely not a boring weather state. I can tell you that. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, I, this is funny. I just found out about this this week. There. So, are, are you familiar with Fiverr? It's it's a service where you pay somebody five dollars or more, and they will, you know, they'll, they'll design a logo for you. or They'll do a voiceover or whatever. It's like all kinds of oh. random different services. People will write things for you. So it's it's like a, uh, what do you call that? Like a, a freelance type thing where you can sell your services on there and you can purchase services as well. It's really cool. Really, really cool website. Great service. A lot of people will get logos and artwork done through Fiverr. It's awesome. But I, what I found out though was that there are these girls on Fiverr that you can play Overwatch with. And, and it's not like in an inappropriate way or anything like that. But you, you pay them like, and they'll play four games of overwatch with you and they'll get on voice chat and I'm like what and apparently it's like really popular and they're making a ton of money doing it because there's all these guys out there that are like man I want to play overwatch but you know I want to play with a girl oh okay or they're looking for like what they call the pocket healer which is somebody who sticks with you and heals you constantly so that you can get stats or you know, win games or get loot boxes or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. But sometimes they'll literally, they'll get on there and they'll encourage you over voice chat. they will just hang out with you. And I'm thinking like, this is so weird. It's like legal (laughs) prostitution. Gaming. This is so weird. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. So one of the guys in our game night group, like let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I didn't even
0: know that was a thing. That's, That's totally
1: crazy. And then mango droplet plays with us and and we don't pay her, but she's like, um, maybe I should start charging you guys. (laughs) She's like, I can make some money. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, but you like us. She's like, well, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it was really weird. If you're looking for some extra money and you know, you're interested in playing overwatch. There you go. Hey,
0: there we go.
1: Well, thanks for being on though. I really appreciate it. It was a lot of fun and I'm glad we finally were able to introduce Harley
0: Quinn. I know. It's, been a lot of fun. I was glad that you asked me to come on. So thanks
1: for yeah. having me. <laughs> well, thank you for taking the time. It was uh it was awesome and the music's on, so you know what that means. I know what it means. Yep. I did oh, we didn't do the thing god it's Friday. Dang it! That means it's oh. really not Friday, is it? It's oh. All no. right. Well, until Monday, have a, a glorious weekend. Hopefully you have nice weather and hopefully we'll have nice weather. But in the meantime. I am The Real Brian, signing off, as well as Harley Quinn.
0: The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at
1: 514mediaempire.com.